Uh, hey, guess what? What? It's podcast time. Yeah. Hey, Kim. Hey, Louisa. Hey, all you nudists out there. Welcome to Friday, Friday Night Nudes. Night Nudes. Yeah. Hey, Kim, what are nudes? Nudes are noodles. Yeah. Nudes are our once a week get together, talk about what's been going on at work, what's coming up for the weekend. We could just kind of reconnect over Friday night noodles. Yeah. We eat noodles or sometimes we have other dishes if we have to. I know Kim's shaking her head because I ate larb on Friday. Yeah. It was, again, it's always a betrayal. Look, I'm not responsible for your feelings. And so <laughs> even our server was surprised. Was he? I think he, didn't he say really? No, I think he said that because he was taking your cue because your face was so shocked. Yeah. And uh, strong visual cues strong. over here. So he, he picked up on those 24-7 strong visual cues from Kim. Yeah, so we hang out and we talk and we talk and we talk. And then all of a sudden, no one else is in the restaurant and it's just us, basically. Basically. And they're like, hey, we really want to sweep the floor. Can you get out? Slash, we really want to go home. I like to stay so long that I eat what I packed up to take home. (laughs) (laughs) And when Kim says that, she really means like, actually, I don't have a verb for it. I wonder if there's a a verb in another language that's having to do with eating fire and not. Oh, but like metaphorical fire because Kim's nudes are so hot every single time. Friday night, I was blowing on my nudes and Louisa said, (laughs) You know that doesn't help the thing that you think it does. (laughs) When you're eating red pepper flakes, I understand it's psychosomatic to try and, like, (laughs) put out the fire with your breath. But mm -mm. your glasses didn't fog, but there was some distress. Again, strong visual cues from the other side of the table. I was registering that. And as always, the next day for breakfast, so much worse. Crank that fire back up, baby. So much worse. I can't wrap my mind around that. Um, Anyway, so one of the things we talked about on Friday night and we are going to explore further today. Yeah. It's holiday traditions. We are coming up on the winter holidays and we both have <laughs> Kim's laughing already. <laughs> we both have our own little traditions that we are going to talk about today and one of them is comfort movies. I love a comfort movie. How do you define a comfort movie, Kim? I used to I didn't used to define them. I feel like they used to be defined as guilty pleasures. Yeah. But who guilty pleasure is like non-existent anymore because agreed like you don't have to feel guilty about it anymore. No. Who cares? The rules have changed since 2016. Do what you want. Do what you want. Relentless self-care. Yeah. You don't have to feel guilty anymore. No. You feel good. You take care of yourself. You do what you have to do. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. That's that's a comfort movie. The I refuse to be embarrassed by this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know there. I know it's problematic. It's not I know problematic. People in it. I'm not supposed to support anymore. But I'm watching this movie. Okay, we'll hear about that. This episode. Looking forward to hearing about your comfort movies. Okay. Shall I talk about mine? I think you should. Okay, I'm gonna talk about mine. It's a short list. Of course it is, because I can't. I can't wait. So, <laughs> it's short and eclectic. Eclectic is that the right word? I don't know. I really struggled to choose a holiday movie because I don't really, I live sort of an analog life and I don't stream things. I don't have the internet in my apartment. Shocker. Pick your jaws (laughs) up off the floor, (laughs) listeners. Yes, I'm living as one of my friends, uh, we coined the phrase technology coffin. And so sometimes I think about that, right? I know. (laughs) A friend of mine is totally leaving social media. Whoa. And so I wished her congratulations on re-entering the technology coffin. Oh, I love that. Yeah. 
So I, I live in a technology coffin. You do. So I don't stream things. So my main way of procuring is going to the public library and picking out things. DVDs from the 90s? Yeah. And modern ones, too. They still print them on the – they still print DVDs. I'm not mad at it because all of your recs are spot on. Thank you. Yeah, did you like The 100-Foot Journey? I I cried. I love. You sent me it. a tears emoji. I did. Yeah. I Just did. one, though. No, it was three. Oh, you sent me three? Yeah. Whoa, three out of five tears? Yeah. That's a fantastic movie. I've, you're not the only person God, that I recommended it to recently because it's just there's enough like challenging of tradition and like familiar tropes and clashes and oh, love, love, scenery, languages, France, cheese. France. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. I'm really glad you liked it. I kind of went out on a limb recommending that to you. But I also recommend it to somebody else who also enjoys culinary pursuits. So I'm not sure if they've watched it yet. Maybe they have. Emily Stewart, let me know if you've watched that movie. Okay. So my holiday movie. Movie. Singular. Yeah. Singular movie. Okay. The one that if I'm going to watch a holiday movie, it's going to be my holiday movie. Okay. It's kind of cliche, but it's love actually. Duh. I love that movie. D-U-H. It's so good. God, the soundtrack is so good. Yes. Emma Thompson rips my heart out every single time. time. That That's God. what gets me when, that's what, she gets me every time. When. The opening the CD. Oh. Both sides now? Can that be a Christmas song? Because it is now. Oh, I know. I really love that movie. I do too. I saw it in the theater. So did I. They had the <laughs> they had the Scottish premiere of that in St. Andrews when I was a student there. Oh, were you in college when it came I out? I was in college because okay. it came out in what, like 2000 and... I had just Five? moved home from New York, I think, because I went and saw it with my mom, and I was like, oh, there's a lot of porn for a movie that I'm with my mom. Well, air well, quotes porn. Air quotes porn. Naked but, torsos. Man, it was uncomfortable. There weren't any, there's no bush in that movie, right? No, nipples. No. What? There were nipples. Male and female? Definitely female, because they have to light them, and they, there's like a line, like, we need to light your nipples, sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 when they're filming the porno. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember now. I can't remember if we saw, also saw Laura Lenny's nipples in that one or not. Yes. We did. Yes. Okay. Anyway, I really love Love Actually, and it makes me, it just makes me really happy. All the different scenes, the different, like, storylines and how they all knit together so conveniently, except for, except for, um, fuck, what's their name? That one who I loved, I just was talking about the Joni Mitchell one. Oh, Emma Thompson. Thank you. I was like, Elizabeth, I can't remember. Emma Thompson and um, Alan Rickman. So they, d- let's let's solve this. I have never 100% understood at the end. They are not together, correct? When mm-hmm. he comes to the play. No, the airport. So the very end of the movie is an airport scene where all of these people oh, are yeah, coming yeah, yeah, back yeah, right, to Heathrow. Right. And like she's standing there with the kids. Yeah, but he. And he like kisses her on the cheek, but she's like. Yeah, she's like, no, thank you. Okay. Yeah, they're not together. They don't spell it out. And I've, for like 20 years, tried to really like, I don't think he's coming back to her house. I think he lives somewhere else now. I think she told him to go live somewhere else. That's what I, that's what I want to believe. He was a cad. Yeah. So that's my really, that's one of my favorite holiday movies. I will relentlessly sing all the songs from the soundtrack because the soundtrack is banging. Yeah. Of course, All I Want for Christmas is You is on there. So good. It's so good on instant repeat in my car on the way home from work. I did it last week before it was even December. That's so unlike me. I just really needed it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. So then I have a couple of other 
uh, comfort movies that are not at all holiday related. So what are your, how do you define a comfort movie? A comfort movie for me is like, if I'm feeling maybe a little bit sad. Okay. Or just kind of like maybe a little bit bewildered or really tired. And I just need something that I know how it's going to end and I feel okay about it. Then I'm going to watch this movie. Man, that's a good definition. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Because it's not it's not like a zone out thing because I'd rather no, watch yeah. something that's like That's a law series. and order time. Yes, yeah, law and order time. Um, so my first one is with repeat characters from Love Actually, Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman, Sense and Sensibility. Uh it is so good. And just how all of the characters in that movie play off of each other so brilliantly and that part where Emma, spoiler alert, sorry if you haven't seen it, but here we go. When Emma Thompson, <laughs> Emma Thompson is in love with Hugh Grant. Yeah. And uh, Lucy Steele has informed her that she's secretly engaged to Hugh Grant. Yes. And then towards the end when the, it all comes to light and they freak out and Lucy Steele gets banished to back to wherever Paris she came from. Mm-hmm. And then Kate Winslet confronts Emma Thompson about it and is like how could you not have told me and Emma Thompson when she's up she's like choking she's like so sad and she's so like all this emotion and just trying to keep this even keel the whole time yeah as she's watching Lucy Steele fawn all over Edward Edward I can't remember damn it me neither I haven't watched it in a couple years. But Alan, okay, so Alan Rickman in that plays Colonel Brandon, who's in love with Marianne, Kate Winslet's character. Mm -hmm. Oh, I will. Alan Rickman. (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting a hot flash. Alan Rickman was the first celebrity death that I cried over. I didn't realize how pivotal a role his characters played and how much I saw his expressions of of his characters and how much I loved them. Yeah. And then when he died, I just remember I lay down on my bed and I just cried. Oh, I was so sad. Anyway, and he's Colonel Brandon. And he's like, when the youngest one asks him about the East Indies, I believe, or when he goes to India. I remember. And he bends over to her and says, the air is full of spices. And it's just, <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so beautiful. His devotion is gorgeous. I love it. So anyway, that's one of my, that's like my top comfort movie. Okay. Love it. Next one, Sound of Music. I Whoa. mean. Okay. Okay. Well, because there's a character named Louisa. Oh, Liesl, right. Friedrich, Louisa, Kurt. I can't remember the rest of them. No. Marta and Gretel. Yep, Brigida. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a lot. That's a whole mess of kids. Anyway, <laughs> I love that, I love that movie. Bottle of Wine, Sound of Music. Okay. Sorry, my neighbors in my apartment I've never building. watched Sound of Music drinking. Uh, oh, I was going to thought you just I've only watched never it watched like, it. No, no. Stone Cold Sober? Yeah. I've never been like three sheets when I've watched <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> but it it just really helps the songs flow and you can hit oh those God. notes of course those high notes yeah. in the um the marionette scene yeah oh man when they're like faux yodeling damn love it but that movie's long right? it is long as shit okay that's why it's so comforting because it's like wrapping up in a warm blanket and you get to <laughs> sing oscars and oscar and hammerstein all night long yeah christopher Plummer is a total babe i always forget yeah. He's still alive. Did you know that? I did know that. He did say that working with Julie Andrews was like being relentlessly beaten over the head with a Valentine's Day card, which Whoa. I know. 
Uh, I have to insert a dumb thing. Please. But I have a really, <laughs> I have a really great friend named Stephen. Mm-hmm. And I met him at my first job in Nashville when I moved home from New York. And he called me. My maiden name is Andrews. And he called me Kim, not Julie Andrews. Is that how you're saved in his phone? Yes. Mm, sweet. That was 2003. And today, in 2018, I am still K, not J. I like that. He emails me, dear K, not J. Oh. Kim, not Julie Andrews. And I have a handful of friends that know me through him. And they say, I'm sorry, are you, are you Kim, not Julie Andrews? And I will say, yes, yes I, I am. That is correct. Okay, so my final comfort movie. Okay. <clears throat> was that a drum roll? Oh, uh, it's about- no. <laughs> I would just clear my throat to give the appropriate gravitas to this. I'm ready. What I'm going to tell you. Okay, so it's not technically a movie, but it is movie length. It is an episode of Midsummer Murders <laughs> <laughs> called Orcus Fatalis. And Peak Louisa right It now. is. Uh, I'm clasping my hands in glee. It is so good because everyone... It's a sh- just a fucking surprise that there's still anyone alive in Midsummer because everyone's always killing everybody. Okay. If there's only one death in a Midsummer murder, I'm like, oh, this is garbage. I don't want to watch this ever again. <laughs> one death? Bullshit. I think at least five people die in this one. And it's all about orchid smuggling. There's an orchid society. You have told in me this about little, this. Yes. Okay. In this little village. And there's an... Uh, a lady who lives in the village who has a relationship with a man from Southeast Asia who helps her smuggle this like super rare one of a kind orchid into the UK. It's worth like 500,000 pounds or something ludicrous, but worth it if you're, you know, a flower enthusiast. I guess. And so she smuggles the orchid in, but she dies and they they find her her journals in the safe and they're all in Latin. So the person who killed her left them behind thinking whatever. But they're like vulgar sex journals in Latin. And so they take them. Whoa. They're like, we're common policemen. We don't understand what this is. So they take it to the their friend who's a, a Catholic friar, <laughs> priest, whatever. Sure. No, he's a monk. And even, even better. He's a brother. And so he translates it and he gets all like, oh, goodness, titillated because it's like, and then we did it on the floor again, like dogs. And but oh, it's so funny. <laughs> someone dies by like, getting a pitchfork shoved through them. Um, Shit. Someone else's orchid collection. He's gone into debt because of all of his orchids. Someone sprays poison all over his collection. I mean, the lady who smuggles gets killed. There's at least one more death. Oh, it's great. Okay. And another carryover, <laughs> OMG! The lady that plays the mean aunt, or the mean somebody, I can't remember what she is, in um, Sense and Sensibility, mm-hmm. Harriet Walker, I believe is her name, the one who kind of talks like this, and she's awful, and she's mean, and she kicks okay. the... Okay. it's a good impression. Thank you. She is in Orcus Fatalis. Okay. Ah! It's great. Okay. Everyone is in everything. So I love that episode. It's just what is this, the show called again? Midsummer Murders. Okay. There's a very large selection of Midsummer Murders at the public library. FYI, okay. it's great. I just love watching that one. I, I watched it for some... the first time in college. I used to oh. watch Midsummer in college. And is it Scottish or is it English? It's English. Okay. It would come on in the afternoons from two to three o'clock. Oh. And it would be a to be continued. That's when I watched Oprah. Ah. But continue. And then they started showing the whole thing at once. So it's from 2 to 4 o'clock. And I was always late for Arabic class because I had to finish at Midsummer Murders. 
Parallel lives. Parallel lives. I was watching Oprah. Yeah. And late to like my mass media law class or uh, marriage and family because it was an easy A. Marriage and family? I legit took that class. What did you learn in marriage and family? Not to have a family, clearly. (laughs) You have a family. I do. I have a family of animals. You have a, a lovely modern family. Hey, Kim, should we take a break real quick? Hey, let's take a break. Okay, let's take a break. All right. BRB. Bye. Hey, we're back. We're back. Hey, Kim. Hey. Can I hear about your comfort movies? You can. Tell me. So I made two... <laughs> I made two lists. Kim, let it never be said that Kim is not prepared. <laughs> uh, so prepared. So prepared. Holiday movie list. Okay. I I really do... I'm very routine. Yeah. I like to do... I have... I find comfort... This should be like a buzz, like every time we say comfort. You know? <laughs> I find comfort in things that I do every year or just repetition, routine, repetition. It's very soothing huh. to me. I'm noticing a trend here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Did we call you um, militantly regimented in the previous <gasps> episode? Yeah. It was something like that. Yeah. It, yeah. it comes up. Yeah. Carry on. I have... Let me count. I have one, two. I own three holiday movies on DVD that I will watch every year. Okay. They so are. So they are the three. I also will watch like six more that I just stream. Okay. They are. I'm ready to take notes. Home Alone. Yeah. Side note, we talked about this. Louisa won't watch Home Alone because it scared her when she was little. I was, I saw it in first grade. I haven't watched it since. Which I don't. I was a mole person. I'm going to let that go. Okay. Number two, Love Actually. Oh. I mean. It's the best holiday movie. It is so good. I just remembered when Colin Firth dives into that pond oh my in, God. in a reflection of so Pride and Prejudice, but he's wearing a sweater, a jumper, if you will. So good. The eels. Yes. Number three. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this one? I think so. Bridget Jones' Diary. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. I love it so much. It's so good. So I own those three. I own Home Alone, Love Actually, Bridget Jones Diary. On a DVD? Yeah. Okay. I watch them every year. Last year, I watched them twice because I wanted to. In a row? No. Oh. Just throughout the season. Oh, okay. I felt like I wanted to watch them again. Sometimes, have you ever watched a movie twice in a row? Like literally twice in a row? Not as an adult. Oh. god i i've done that it's uh like if i'm doing a project or something and i'll watch the movie and then i'm like shit i'm done with my project you know why i want you do that because you don't stream well when you only have like a dvd i don't have one dvd i have I'm several just saying, dvds like, it's a, it makes sense yeah it goes back to the menu and it says play and yeah. i'm like yeah let's do that again why not i enjoyed you the first time let's do it again no it's not that's okay. not how i'm living okay uh i will also watch the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation uh-huh. with Chevy Chase. Yeah, I mean, classic. That, I've seen that too. A great. I know. Congratulate I me. Love Praise that me. Movie so much. And I really like White Christmas. The old Bing Crosby. <gasps> Whoa. I love you it. It's on Netflix. A, I watch about it every a year. Long movie. It is long. I wonder which one is longer: Sound of Music or White Christmas. I'm gonna look that up. You look that up. Okay. And a newer one, mm-hmm. The Holiday, with Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz. <gasps> it's a Nancy Myers movie with Jack I saw Black. I in the theater. I love that movie. I think movie. that also came out when I was in college. I love that movie so much. 
Yeah, that's probably right. I think I went with my roommate and she cried and it was really sweet. Uh, it's, of it's course, I did every year because I have so a heart of darkness. It. So for sure, yeah. And I also watch. I don't have cable TV, so I I don't have channels anymore. But when I did, I would just watch Fala La La Lifetime and just watch like three days of Randy Travis Christmas movies. <laughs> what? Wait, Randy Travis is in Christmas movies? One hundred percent. Or are they ones that he's curated? No, no, he's in them. And like Hallmark oh, really? has Christmas movies. I'm saying Christmas, but some, whatever. Oh, whatever. Okay. Those are my those are my comfort holiday movies. I will cry. I cry in Home Alone. I cry in Love Actually. Why do you cry in Home Alone? Don't know. I cry what every time. What part do you cry in? When the mom comes in and she doesn't know he's there. And then he sees her and she gasps. And she says, oh, Kevin, I'm so sorry. And he just hugs her. Who are you and why are you in my house? I know. I don't I think I actually I do not cry at Bridget Jones. But um, I cry at White Christmas. And I don't think I cry at the holiday. Um, I am pleased to report. Okay, which one's longer? Why don't you guess? Sound of Music. Yeah. How much longer do you think it is? Two hours. What? <laughs> it is not. <laughs> it doesn't drag that much. Come on. The intermission is a 26 bit minutes. It's 34 minutes longer. Ooh. Sound of Music is two hours and 54 minutes. Okay. That's an investment. I don't know yeah. if I would watch that twice in a row. No. I'd have to... Like, get up and stretch. My muscles would atrophy. You can during the intermission. <laughs> and then when you wake up, when it's just playing the yeah. the title screen music over and over again, <laughs> then you wake up and hit play again and uh-huh. then go back to sleep. Oh, my God. White Christmas is two hours and 20 minutes. Whoa, that I is know. long. They're both very long. Man. So my big comfort movies. Yeah. I also hilariously own a lot of these on DVD. I don't, I don't know why I own so many DVDs. We don't even have a DVD player, which because you're a child John of keeps the reminding me. 70s. He's like, we don't have a DVD player. You're just like born in a different <laughs> area when you, era when you love discs. I know. You know, like records. I know. Do you remember the laser disc phenomenon? I do. Did you have a laser disc player? No. God, I cannot articulate. You did not have a laser disc player. I was too little, but my I had an uncle who had one. I was like a laser frisbee. Those things were huge. Yeah. I see them at Goodwill sometimes. Really? Actually, I haven't in a long time, but okay. I used to. Probably because they're collector's items now. Probably. Mm. I Okay, I'm going to run through this list of non-holiday movies. These are the movies. These are the movies. Also, these are everybody's movies. Okay. Le- okay. Very <clears throat> unoriginal. Are we going to wager how many of them I've seen? Yes. Okay. Okay, I've got one, two, three. I have six movies. Okay, I'm going to say I've seen 25% of them. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I, okay. That's, I'm being fair, allowing room for surprise and optimism. So let's carry on. <laughs> read me, read me your movies. I'll okay. do a little tally about how many I've watched. All right, number one. Yep, you've got mail. Oh, I've definitely seen that. Okay, number two. Mm-hmm. When Harry Met Sally. I've seen it. I love a Nora Ephron movie. Oh my God, I'm already at twenty percent, twenty five percent. Number three. Yeah. Something's got to give. I haven't seen that. Oh, God damn it! I love that oh, movie so much. Who's in it? Uh, Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Oh, Diane Keaton is a playwright and she lives in the Hamptons and Jack Nicholson is dating her very young daughter who works at Christie's or Sotheby's. Of course he is. And they come out there this for the weekend. This is a life reflecting art, reflecting life. Thinking the house is going to be empty. And it's not. It's not. And he falls in love with her mom. He has a heart attack and has to stay and the young daughter has to go back to the city to work and he falls in love with the mom. There's so much. Keanu Reeves is his cardiologist. Keanu Reeves 
falls in love with Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton's sister it's France, is Frances McDormand, and she's there doing a whole thing, too. Wait, Diane Keaton is Frances McDormand? What? They're sisters in the movie. They're sisters in the movie. It's great. What's it called again? Something's Gotta Give. Okay. It's by Nancy Myers. I'm writing this down. Uh, Nancy Myers, fun trivia, also did The Holiday. Yes, you just said that. Okay, number four. This is where this is where it's gonna. I'm gonna lose you. Uh oh. Twilight. Guess what? <gasps> You've seen it. I've seen it. It made me so nervous. I really. Okay. I've great. already watched it twice this year. <laughs> <laughs> this whole year. Yeah. That's it. It's streaming. They're all. I fucking love I'm Twilight. Surprised you haven't watched it more. Than I only watched Twilight. I don't watch the rest of them. I have seen them all. Team Edward. Team Edward. Okay. Always. always What's the other part? team that you can be on? Wolf. Jacob. Jacob. Wolf. <laughs> it, the twi the Twiheads knew what I was talking about. Is that what they're called? No. Oh my god. Kim Baldwin, Team Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I've, so I've seen it. Man, you're doing pretty good. Thanks. Number five. Yeah. Footloose. I've never seen that. <laughs> I've seen part of it. Like I just, I just murdered you with my mind. Oh, did you? That's what that weird feeling was. <laughs> um, I think I feel like I've seen part of it. We both just leaned away from the mic to stare at each other. <laughs> I was like, we got to we got to take this take down a minute to, a to like establish this new reality in which I've never seen Footloose. Oh my! I God. know what it's about. No, you don't. What's the one with? Okay, Kevin Spacey's in that one. What? Bacon. Whoops. <laughs> God damn it. I got my Kevin's confused. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. But man, to think of it with Kevin Spacey is really funny. <laughs> It'd be like a crop. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. Teenage Kevin Spacey throwing a prom in a, is there in a like, mill. Texas Yeah. Mill. Yeah. Footloose is the best movie in the world. Don't at me. It came out when I was super little and I lived in Oklahoma and my oh, town was very similar. So relevant to my interests. The fictional town in Footloose, which I think is Beaufort, Texas, um, was just like the little place I was from. Hmm. And, you know, I think most little kids are fascinated with movies with dancing and singing. It's not a music. It's okay, it's not it. the same thing. Okay. Also, like, I was old enough in the 80s to watch movies like this. I mean, maybe I shouldn't have been allowed to, but that ship has sailed. Footloose, Flashdance, Grease. Like, I've never I was seen in the Grease. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? You've never seen either Grease? The one with... There's another one? Yeah. There's the one with John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. I know and who they Grease are. Grease 2 no. with Michelle Pfeiffer. No, I've never oh. seen them. Damn. Well, Grease 2 is one of my favorite movies. Okay. The one with Michelle really? Pfeiffer. Oh, my God. The songs in it okay. are bananas. <laughs> okay, we'll watch. We will watch Footloose. Okay, I watched it on my fortieth birthday. I got accidentally day drunk, mm. and I had some downtime in between my birthday dinner. And I watched Footloose, and I cried my eyes out. <laughs> I just cried Wait. for like okay. my lost youth. So not the other Kevin is in it. Yes. And then who's Sarah this? Jessica Parker's in. I was going to ask who his romantic foil slash lead is. She is SJP. not SJP. No. Okay. Who is it? I don't know her name. <gasps> no. She didn't do any. She didn't. Okay. She didn't go anywhere. Okay. So then, what's your sixth sixth one? Urban Cowboy. I haven't seen that either. John Travolta. Yeah, I was going to say. Winger. I've definitely like picked it up at the public library. Sissy. 
I love. I own it. And then I put it down. You, you can borrow it. That's all good from the library. I think that I like movies from the early 80s from Texas because it reminds me of when I was little. I mean, there's a real clear line. Well, it's also like showing you the alternate. It's like the sliding doors, basically. 100%. Alternate reality of what you would have been if you yeah. had stayed in O-K-L-A-H-O-M-A. Well, and when I was little in OK, my dad has a sister who's much younger. Uh-huh. So she was in high school when I was in elementary school. She was super popular and mm-hmm. she was a cheerleader and she was a, like a, on the jazz team. And Ooh. she sang and she danced and she was a cheerleader. And I think she also played a sport. I was enamored with her. Of course. And all like I had real live access to someone in high school. Young and... <laughs> Young ants are the best. Oh, my God. And that was the era of these movies. So she dressed and looked like the people in those movies. Fringe? No, like, like on a leotard. Western. Yeah, like a leotard and tight jeans. And country like sparkle? Boots. No, not yet. No country sparkle. No, not yet. Boots that slouched? No. No? No. Okay. Right. Just like early 80s. Big hair. Yeah. Straight bangs. Like a feather still. What? What Jessica's friend calls Kentucky Crunch. Kentucky Crunch. <laughs> God, that's the best it's hair description. So good. Kentucky Crunch. I love Urban Cowboy. Okay. All right. Yeah. Those are my, That's a, that was a long list, but those are my movies. Okay. I like them all. Yeah. I'm really proud that I've seen half of them. I'm shocked. Me too. I'm shocked. Me too. Okay. To be fair, I've only watched Twilight once, and it was over 10 years ago. It's a terrible movie. I don't know. I don't know why I keep watching it. Like, I truly do not know. I just sometimes, because I know it's, I forget where it is. It's streaming somewhere. And just every now and then, like a little voice says, Twilight. <laughs> like, okay, little inside voice. Twilight. Like I wake up and there's a certain, I'm just kidding. It's in the air. <laughs> you open the window and you smell the air and you're like, yes. Today's the day. Today is the day. Watch Twilight for the third time in 2018. I forgot a movie. Let's do it. The English Patient. No, God. What? That's, I hate that movie. Why? Why? It is so terrible. Fucking good. Beautiful. You fall asleep. It is beautiful. I love that movie. Have you read the book? No. No. The book is so amazing. No. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Your life is empty. Let's take a break. Okay. Bye. And we're back. We're back. Hey, Louisa. Yeah. What are your holiday traditions? What's some some stuff you you do every year and find comfort in? Yeah. I don't really have any holiday traditions. I mean... Is your tradition not having a tradition? Kind of. And I'm not being flippant. Like, that's... I mean, no, it's not. We just kind of do something different every year. Mm-hmm. My family's mostly in Middle Tennessee. Yeah. And so it kind of goes on like a four-year rotating basis based on like who's talking to whom. Family politics. Like, who wants to see whom at the holidays. <clears throat> Bless you. So it kind of rotates. So we sometimes find alternative activities to do, which is really fun. So Like the escape room? Ugh, no. <laughs> God, Can you imagine your family in the escape room? <laughs> yes. People would scream at each other. Wayne Glenn would burn it down. <laughs> and and <laughs> it would actually probably turn into a murder mystery. <laughs> consensual and non-consensual escape. Oh, my God. The Wayne Glenn story. The Wayne Glenn <laughs> tale of holiday woe. <laughs> a couple of years ago, speaking of Wayne Glenn, we had a lot of family in town. Uh-huh. Like Andrew came in town. It was oh, like wow. a big... Andrew is Louise's brother that lives in London. 
Yeah, but he I don't know that he was living in London at the time. Okay. I think he was living in New York okay. at this point. So uh, there was a lot of family togetherness time in the future. And so, oh, and my uh, California family came in too. So there were a lot of people. Okay. And my dad was like, yeah, we're going to have to find an activity to do. So he phoned up his friend. My dad has a lot of those, like, you know how dads just know people? Yeah. My dad has a friend who has a paintball range. <laughs> and so he opened it up on Thanksgiving. Whoa. We all congregated. Seems dangerous. Oh, Not God. in, like, the traditional way. Just give families a weapon on a holiday. Please. A non-lethal weapon on a holiday. I mean, actually, maybe it's genius. It was great. Okay. Blair, my mom, brought a whole bunch of like soup and stuff and some Sammies, crock pots and stuff. And so we went out and played paintball <laughs> and shot each other. It was great. That sounds, I'm actually really into this now. And then we ate lunch. Okay. And then we went home and like scraped all the mud off of ourselves and then yeah. had Thanksgiving in the evening. But what we talked about was paintball and oh. like the controversies about who shot who in the head when it was illegal. That was still being discussed this past year. Whoa. Yeah. I know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> She's pointing at herself. What? <clears throat> I hope my aunt doesn't listen to this because I definitely. Um, yeah. This year for Thanksgiving, we did a murder mystery. Okay. Brilliant idea of Anna Glenn, younger sister. Love Anna. Shout out to Anna. Anna is the bomb.com. We did a murder mystery. We started it before dinner. Anna emailed all the parts the night beforehand. So we couldn't like, there was no like major costume preparation. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't know there were costumes. It was 1920s themed. Mm, 30s. Gangsters. Okay. Okay. I need to paint a new mental image very quickly. Yeah, there was like suspenders involved and fedoras okay. and some, some blazers. So and... most of you look the same. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Just with a little, a, a healthy dose of Thanksgiving tood. Anna had to like legit rent a costume and the rest of you just wore your clothes. No, Anna wore her clothes. <laughs> she found something. She had like a butterfly sequin top. She was a lounge singer slash mob girlfriend. Anyway, so there okay. was some there was some gender bending. Okay. It was great. We had so much fun. And we so we started it before dinner, talked about it all during dinner, finished it after dinner, and then we went home, which was so marvelous. So much fun. It was also a great way to integrate friends of family that come. Yes. Oh, because you're right. Because I have my cousins are a lot younger. So they sometimes bring their friends as a buffer to our family, which I totally understand. Yeah. But whereas they would be like paired off and hanging out in the corner, they were then part of the drama and yeah. like an, an integral part, which is really, really fun. And then so it was like Thanksgiving stuff. We kind of mix it up every so yeah. often. But for Christmas, we usually drink in the morning. <laughs> OK. Yeah. Just take a lot of time just like chilling out. It's really cool. Okay. Go on a long walk. Oh, I like that. Mm, around my parents' farm. Yeah. And it's always like, it's, it hasn't been super <clears throat> cold at Christmas in a long time. Yeah. No, it has not here. So we've gone on a nice walk. And that's pretty much it. Okay. There's, no, there's not really anything too crazy. Okay. Okay. Uh, what are your holiday traditions, Kim? Mine, I, for Thanksgiving, will bake pumpkin pies. Mm. The recipe, this is a funny antidote for my friend Heidi. The recipe was handed down to me by my grandmother, and it's for two pumpkin pies. I do not know how to cut it in half. <laughs> Wait, what? So every year for Thanksgiving, I make two pumpkin pies, and I make someone take the other pie. <laughs> and I always make my... <laughs> so every year, people are confused when I show up with these two pies, and Heidi just walks around behind me saying, she can't split recipes. Kim. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just gives me a pass. But I love making them. Mm. And they're delicious. No one I know likes pumpkin pie. 
So I eat the whole, I eat the whole pie. Whoa. Breakfast? Breakfast pie. All day. For like three days. <laughs> my, my brother and his now wife used to have an eggnog party when they lived in D.C. Whoa. No. New York. They, it was the kind that you ferment in your fridge yeah. for like a week. Yes. And it'll burn your mustache off. <laughs> Sign me up. It it'll is... save me so much money if he has to tuition. <laughs> it is so. $18 back in my pocket. It is so good. I'm there. But you'll have to give me that $18 because it costs like $80 to make it because it's like three whole bottles yeah. of liquor. I'm no, sorry to interrupt. No. But they did that every year until they moved. And that uh-huh. was just like that party was bonkers. Man. There's always a point in the evening when it like crescendo. Yes. Then someone bring out like a bottle of Fireball and you're like, oh, this is over. <laughs> this is over right now. Yeah. Yeah. Baking, I bake pumpkin pies at Thanksgiving. Okay. Christmas, I usually bake. John and I travel for Christmas mm. as self-employed people. That's almost the only time we can both not work. So we take our vacation over Christmas. Last year, you went and, re- and vacationed in a refrigerator. In a haunted refrigerator yeah. in the mountains of North Carolina. Yeah, beautiful. The photos were beautiful. I could barely see you underneath all of your layers. We stayed in a cabin last winter with no heat. <laughs> and the high the week we were there was 19. Oh, and, my God. And I didn't it was know legit it was, haunted. I didn't know it was that cold. It was it was real rough. <laughs> Linda, We took Linda, our dog. Yeah. Linda was so cold, her ears were cold to the touch. Oh, Linda. <laughs> I was like, Mom, Dad, never do this to me again. I know. It's hard to make Linda cold. Because we travel, I will make a big batch of I love to make chocolate chip cookies and mm. I will make them to take with us and then we eat them the whole week we're there. Do you have a special recipe or do you try different ones? No, I I don't break from routine. Oh god, sorry, I forgot. No, I have I have a recipe. It's 10 years old. It's from this food blog, uh-huh. Crepes of Wrath. Shout out Sydney. <laughs> and um it's the only recipe I use. I've used it for probably 10 years. And she's huge on Instagram now. I can't believe she doesn't have a cookbook yet. Cool. All of my recipes come from my grandmother. And she used to make this fudge every year for Christmas. And she would mail it to everyone. Mm-hmm. She lived in Oklahoma. Are you allowed to send that through the post now? I did last year. Okay. Um, she died two years ago. And I was like, oh, like there's no one to make and send. Fudge. Now none of us get fudge. Well, So fudge. I made it. I Exactly. LOL. I had never made fudge, Mm. but I had the recipe when I got married. She hand wrote all these recipes and Mm. gave them to me. How beautiful. I know. And so I made it last year and I fucking made it. It tasted just like it. And I was like, oh my God. Can you have the recipe? No, I just send it to, I send it to people (laughs) in my family. That's really nice. That she used to send it to. The only other tradition, putting up our tree is a tradition. Yeah. I I don't know if collect is the word I want, but I collect ornaments. When we travel, I buy an ornament. And so all of our ornaments are from the weird places we've been. And I buy really quirky, like, gas station ornaments. Ooh. So I have real ridiculous ornaments. Uh, I didn't do it this year because we have a kitten. Uh, shout oh. out to our last episode. Yeah. Shout out to us. So I didn't put the ornaments on the tree this year. Because the cat, it's not working. Yeah. I think that's, I think those are a tradition. The movies are a tradition. Like okay. watching those Home Alone, Love Actually, Bridget That's Jones, when you know it's the holidays. Yes. Cool. All right. Yeah. Should we take a break? Yeah. Real Let's quick. Let's take a break and we'll come back with a thing we didn't hate this week. Perfect. BRB. Bye. And we're back. And we're back. With things we don't hate. Yo, Kim. Lil' Kim. What didn't you hate this week? (laughs) You know, I was given a challenge by a professional I seek for counsel. 
to maybe wear less denim and more leggings. And oh. I was like, it's genius. Well, there goes your Canadian tuxedo wardrobe. There wa- there goes my uniform. Like, I, there goes my life. And I thought, can I be a person who wears leggings? Yeah. So I took it to the gram and I did that ask me a question function. Mm. Except I did the reverse. I You can ask a question and then have people submit answers. Instagram doesn't know. So I asked, <laughs> tell me about your favorite leggings. You and some good answers. I got like 200 responses. Oh. And I have so many now options for leggings. And they're great options. And it's exactly what I... I didn't even know where to start. I smell a new blog. I actually wrote a personal essay that I need to finish. Man, that ask me a question function on Instagram... I don't hate it. It really came through for me. Nice. I dig that. Yeah. Stay tuned for uh, Kim 2019. Nothing but leggings. (laughs) Nothing but leggings. The Kim Baldwin story. (laughs) I mean, 2019. Uh, What's the thing you didn't hate this week? Kind of going back to our previous discussions from this episode, I did not hate the public library this week. I love the public library so much. Green Hills Branch? Green Hills is my home base. I was talking to Jessica Malone, who used to Mm. work at the library. Gift horse. Yeah. And future um, sponsor of this podcast. (laughs) And just talking about when I lived here in 2008, 2009, and I was also living my analog life, but out in Bell's Bend, being a farmer and stuff. Yeah. I was also studying for the Foreign Service Officer Test. I had zero money. I didn't have any money to buy books. Like, it was a very slim but very enjoyable existence. I feel like sometimes when I have the least money, I've been the most happy because I don't worry about all those deep. extra. I know. So the, I spent so much time at the public library, and I didn't have a laptop at that time. Wow. I was trying to study for this exam that could have charted the future of my life. Yeah. I lived at the library and I used computers. I checked out books on Afghanistan and like secret wars and all this stuff. And they had all the resources I needed. And I actually wound up passing that test. And so I go back and there's so many things that I'm interested in. And I don't remember that I'm interested in them because I'm so focused on everything else that I'm doing throughout the day. And I love just taking it kind of um, like half aisle by half aisle and wow. kind of wandering through and seeing if there's anything there that I'd maybe just want to read a couple of pages. That of. sounds terrifying to me. Oh, there's so many amazing what things. What if you're wrong? Well, then I don't read it and I take it back. It's okay. I'm not committing to the whole thing. Okay. I might just want to look at the pictures and something. It's a lovely sentiment. I, too, love the library. I really like the library, and I know they provide so many amazing services. They do so And they won much. the Library of the Year for the yeah, entire United States last year. It's BFD. And I love, I really, I treasure that place so much, and it's been so great to go back 10 years after that experience and to have, to have feel at home when I yeah. go in there. So. Wow emotional i know okay it's a it's a tight bond i have <laughs> another thing i didn't hate this week pimento cheese okay hey <laughs> <laughs> that's a drive-by like thing i didn't hate <laughs> thanks for listening download anywhere you listen to podcasts if you have a minute please go to apple podcast and subscribe rate and review this podcast you can find us at FridayNightNudes.show and on Instagram at FridayNightNudes. Yeah, and how do you spell nudes? N-O-O-D-S. Thanks for the clarification. You can also email us at FridayNightNudes at gmail.com. Send us your holiday traditions or your comfort movies 
or like quiz me on what other movies I haven't seen in my entire life. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, the music that you're hearing in the breaks and in the intro is by Upright T-Rex. This podcast is brought to you by We Own This Town. Peace out, nudists. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Breaking news Breaking about news. Louise has never seen Grease. <laughs> I've... <laughs> I will tell you. Why is that the voice I use? I don't know, uh, Dan Rather, but basically. (laughs) I just laughed my headphones off. Um.